Boss Monster, a Glisten Plus and Brotherwise Games production, Episode 7. Boss Monster, begin! The worst part of being trapped in Gorgana's labyrinth wasn't what you might think. It wasn't the lack of sunlight or the claustrophobia from miles of identical stone tunnels. It wasn't the diabolical traps. It wasn't even the army of stone monsters lurking around every corner. No, the worst part was the tapping of Gorgana's scaly fingers across the top of her power crystal as she looked us over with her cold, calculating golden eyes. What are you little monsters doing in my labyrinth, hmm? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear! Come on, kid. Say something. It felt like even my tongue was shivering with fear as I tried to find any words worth saying to the large creature looming over us. Why are we here? I mean, uh, who's to say? It's, it's such a, a big question, right? If Gorgana was amused, she wasn't showing it. Looking up, I could see the hair on her head shift as serpentine strands slowly uncoiled and hissed. Worse, I could swear I felt each and every snaky strand judging me. Um, how about we got lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just completely turned around. For being lost, you certainly found my power crystal easily. What? Is that what this is? I just I just thought it was a giant floating, uh, um... Paperweight? Right! For all those important safety forms you have to keep filing for your amazing dungeon! Trespassers and deceivers, hmm? Whatever will I do with you? Oh, Hex! I think... I will simply turn you to stone for a few hundred years while I ponder. No, no! Wait! Wait not not that. that! Suddenly, Draculad leaped in front of us melodramatically. Typical. All hypnotizer. You two, get out of here. Oh, no, not again! Listen to my voice, Gorgana. You are falling under my spell. I am your dark overlord, and you are my thrall. The tall Medusa stood there, still as a statue. Even her serpentine locks stopped and stared. Slowly, her golden eyes blinked. Then... <laughs> not even a little bit hypnotized? Ugh, not again. <laughs> are you not precious? I haven't left this hard in decades. The serpent queen rubbed tears from her eyes as she slithered over, holding up her hands. Forgive me, I could not resist. I shall not turn you to stone. I was just pulling your, what do you call them? Legs. Yes, as you can see, I am all tail. Indeed. While Gorgana's upper body was that of an emerald-hued human, her lower half was one long snake tail that slid behind her as she continued to uncurl from around the pulsing power crystal. Hold up. You were messing with us? 
Oh, you should have seen your faces. They were priceless. What about your army of stone soldiers? I beg your pardon. My what? We could hear the wheezing breath of someone coming up the staircase behind us. Turning, I found myself staring face to stony face with an exhausting looking minotaur. Or at least, a sculpture of one. He held up a finger as he placed a hand on his side. Looking kind of like my dad did right before he complained about climbing a particularly long staircase in the castle. Mistress Gorgana, you really must cease with all these japes. My poor hooves can't take it. I was sculpted for courtly affairs, not chasing wee delinquents around your dungeon. Come, come, Hoover. These are not delinquents. These are my guests. I'm confused. Hard scene. I don't have an army. Hoover isn't a soldier. None of my statuary are. They are my friends. I should know. I carved them myself. I'm sorry. This isn't computing, and normally I am great at computing. Why don't we continue this conversation somewhere more comfortable? Hoover, escort our new friends to my tower. I must see to the labyrinth's traps. <sighs> Certainly, mistress. Just whew, give me a couple of ticks to catch my breath. The stone minotaur leaned on a nearby plinth as Gorgana clapped her hands, the sound echoing around the chamber. In response, one of the walls slowly lowered, revealing a hidden passage. This place is the best! I'll be along shortly. Hoover! The serpent queen slithered back into the labyrinth, leaving us alone with Hoover. The minotaur gave a big stretch, then waved a hand. Aye, let's scoot along then, kids! Shake a hoof! As we stepped through the secret entryway, we found ourselves walking onto a large balcony overlooking an impossible sight. An enormous underground city. Oh, wow! <laughs> Wicked! Warm light spilled from windows carved into hollow-out stalagmites and stalactites. While a maze of streets and alleys were brimming with statue creatures going about their subterranean lives, it was enough to take your breath away. Sarabella, did you know this was all down here? No one knows this is all down here. Now you understand why we make it so hard to get in. Welcome to the heart of the labyrinth. Come on, Gorgona's tower is in the center of town. Don't want to be late on account of lollygagging. We descended a stairway carved into the cavern wall, cave mushrooms glowing to light as we approached, flickering purple and blue with every one of our steps. As we ventured into the streets, living statues of every shape and size walked past us, hawking wares, rushing to work, even putting on a puppet show. Sarabella's brain was spinning to keep up with all the impossible creatures. That's a paladin! Enjoying tea with the succubus? Impossible! On oh, my neocortex, is that a megaworm? Aye, Queen Gorgana is the most gifted sculptor in the Under or Overworld. She's carved each and every one of us, all from the stone that makes up the labyrinth itself. She's got quite the eye. Yo, but isn't she a Medusa? She's queen of them in point of fact, lad. Yeah, so can't she just turn dudes to stone with her magic eye beams? Why carve? Seems like 
work. Hoover quickly turned on his hooves and put a finger to his lips. Shh, shh, her highness doesn't much like talking about that time in her life. Not exactly her finest hour, freezing every chrome lich and fairy into a lawn ornament. But you, your friends, imbuing this many statues with life, take some serious spellcraft. Hoover tapped his horn temple with a smile. Mmm, you're the clever one, aren't you? Too true. It'd take oodles of arcane energy to animate a city full of statues. Good thing the queen has a power crystal engraved with a spell of animation then, doesn't it? That's why it's so big. Aye, that power crystal keeps us all up and about. It's got a finite range, though. Outside the labyrinth's walls, we're nothing more than hunks of rock. Handsome hunks, mind you, but still, no life at all. Wait, so you can't leave the labyrinth? Ever? Nay, and why'd we ever want to? Way I hear tell I could get smashed up there. No, thank you. You can keep the overworld. We don't want any. As we continued our walk, I tugged at Cerebella's robotic elbow. Can power crystals do that? I guess. I'd never considered finding a power crystal that big ever before. Draculad swooped over and slapped me on the back. Lucky you, kid. Because you screwed up so big back home, you'll be able to surprise your dad with an even better crystal. What's that now? Nothing. Nothing. Hoover furrowed his eyebrows for a moment, then shrugged and turned his attention back to leading us along. As we approached a palatial tower at the center of the city, I found myself with a lot to think about. Draculad had reminded me of why I was here in the first place. I still needed a power crystal to save Final Castle even if it was already being used. Hoover waved his hands and an enormous door spread apart in sections like an iris. Make yourselves at home. Gorgonus Tower was more of an art studio than a palace. Inside, we found a cozy, well-worn workspace filled to the brim with numerous art projects in progress. I nearly ran right into an easel covered in a beautiful oil painting depicting a field of glowing underground mushrooms. By the wall squatted a messy clay potter's wheel surrounded by several bendy bowls while numerous half-finished sculptures littered the room. Cerebella, Draculad, and I sank down into a pile of hand-stitched pillows as the Minotaur stoked a kiln, bathing the room in a warm orange light. Soon, we heard our host slither in behind us. I apologize again for any unpleasantness my traps may have caused. I've had to deter many overzealous adventurers and even the occasional boss monster over the years to keep myself and my subjects safe. As terrifying as I've made my realm sound, a power crystal is still quite the potent prize for some. As the Medusa coiled into a more comfortable position, I felt like her snaky strands of hair were staring straight at me as she made that remark. I quickly cleared my throat. We totally understand, Gorgana. Queen! Your Highness? Miss? Please, no need for ceremony. It's just, I've got a castle myself that I'm always having to defend. Ah, this is last castle, yes? Final castle. Mmm, apologies. I haven't been up to the overworld for a while. You are a prince, is that right? I guess so. Mmm, I could tell. You carry yourself like royalty. 
It was nice hearing that from another boss monster, especially since my dad was always on me about slouching more. We love what you've done with your dungeon. Those floaty and spinny platforms? Choice. You are too kind. I must admit, I always scored rather high in dungeoneering back in school. You can tell. You do excellent work. Stop. The Serpent Queen blushed and waved a dismissive hand before glancing over to the warmth of the kiln. Oh, it's been so long since anyone's braved my labyrinth. I began to wonder if anyone ever would again. It can get quite lonely down here without subjects to talk to. That's why I made my own. You've built quite the kingdom. No other snake people, though. Turkula, not cool! What? Don't tell me you haven't been thinking it, too. Gorgana turned to Draculad with a smile that seemed more than a little sad. It's been even longer since I've had a visit from any of my sisters. We had a falling out long ago. Did you know they didn't approve of me becoming a boss monster? What? But it's like the best job ever! You'd think so. But really, it's very lonely. All the other boss monsters were afraid of me and my powers. And, to be fair, when I was younger, I was a little... Hmm, what's the word? Intense. One of the queen's serpent strands curled around her finger and she gently stroked its head with a sigh. Monsters are not the most trusting of creatures. Alliances, friendships, these are fickle things. The boss monster code. Always work alone. Ah, yes. The code. For a long moment, the room was quiet, save for the gentle crackling of the kiln. Then, Gorgana clapped her hands, a beaming grin on her face. The times they change. Now I craft all the friends I could ever want. And there's no need to brave the overworld to deal with monsters or adventurers anymore. Still... I do enjoy hearing about all the comings and goings. What news do you bring from the topside realm? Oh, um, well. We're on a mission. Oh, how exciting. What kind? Sarabella looked over to me, unsure of what to say. What could we say? Hello, Queen Corgana. We lost our power crystal to invading adventurers and snuck into your home to steal yours. We'd get turned to stone in ten seconds flat! Gorgana turned her eager eyes towards me. I tried choking out a response. Well, uh, um... Speak up, lad! Actually, can my friends and I have a moment? It's, it's uh, been quite the day. Gorgana put a hand to her mouth, aghast. Oh, what a terrible host I've been! Come, Hoover. Let us get our guests some refreshment while they gather themselves. Do, do you think we still have any of those biscuits lying around? Those must be centuries old by now. Gorgana scooted the gruff minotaur out of the room as I pulled Draculat and Sarabella in close. What the heck are we gonna do? Tell her the truth. I bet she'll help. She seems so nice. Bleh. Bad plan. We gotta steal the crystal. Fast. What? Steal from another boss monster? Totally. Any monster would. Uh, I don't know. Don't tell me King Croak hasn't thieved and schemed before. That doesn't mean we should, too. Uh, yeah, it does. 
That's what being a boss monster is all about. Did your dads not teach you, like, anything? Draculad was right. Dad would have already swiped the power crystal and have been halfway back to Final Castle by now. But as I sat there in Gorgana's tower waiting for the Queen of Medusa to come back with the snacks, I couldn't ignore a queasy feeling in the pit of my stomach. I can't believe you're even thinking about robbing Miss Gorgana! How else are we supposed to save Final Castle? Kid's right. You heard Hoover. Without the crystal, all the statues would go back to being stone. Gorgana would be all alone down here. I could feel Sarabella glaring through her tank. Even Dracula had looked away. She crossed her mechanical arms. If you steal her power crystal, you're no better than those humans who stole yours. Sarabella's words were like a punch to my gut. Hey, not cool. We're not some squishy, jerk-headed adventurers. Could have fooled me. Inside my head, I could hear my dad's booming voice. We take. That is how it has always been done. Good news. I found the biscuits. Bad news? You'll wish I hadn't. Hard as granite they are. I turned to our two hosts and must have looked as miserable as I felt because Gorgana immediately tilted her head in confusion. What's wrong, Princeling? Thank you for your hospitality, but we really need to go. So soon? Please, at least stay the night. You've come so far. My castle needs me. I need to prepare for battle. All I really wanted to do, though, was go home, lock myself in my bedroom, and hide under the covers. Soon, we were back in the identical stone halls of the labyrinth. But this time, we had the Queen of Medusa leading the way. Don't step on any of the red tiles in this chamber. Aye, that'll release a hive of feral pixies. Not only do they sting like dragonfire, but they're mighty big jerks as well. You heard me, you miniature meanies! Draculad quietly floated up next to me. For once, I didn't jump or shout. I just didn't care anymore. Kid? Hey, kid! What's the plan? Are we jumping the guy with horns? Holding the queen for ransom? Oh, wait! Brainwave! We pretend we're statues! Stop! My shout echoed down the labyrinth's halls. Everyone stopped in turn, but I was so angry and despondent that I didn't care. There is no plan! I failed, all right? You can stop pretending to help and can now feel totally free to laugh and make fun of me. That's why you came, isn't it? What? I'd never do that, bro. Um, pardon me, but what exactly is happening? I believe some dramatic tension is about to break, mistress. I got up in Draculad's face, poking him in his chest with an angry claw. Quit lying, Draculad. I know you've been waiting for me to mess up this whole time, ever since you agreed to come on this quest. Hold up. I thought we said this wasn't a quest. It was you who started this whole thing in the first place by making me agree to have that stupid party. All those times you pretended to like my plans or agreed with my strategies, you were just lying to make me look even stupider once everything came crashing down. Well, congrats. It happened. Kid, stop. Dracula didn't do this. Mistress, perhaps we should give the wee monsters a bit of space. Absolutely not. I'm invested. I'm a giant failure, and now you can tell all your cool friends about it. 
When I finally stopped shouting, my chest was heaving and my fists were clenching with rage. Except for the thumping of my heart, the silence in the tunnel was deafening. After a moment, Dracula had looked up at me. Dude, you guys are my friends. At least I thought you were. Cerebella released a digitized gasp. Behind me, Gorgana clasped a hand over her mouth in surprise. Even Hoover looked shocked. Vampires don't do friends. All those other monsters at the party, they just want to be seen with Draculord's kid. Maybe the old man will show up and they can get some FaceTime. The same dad that hypnotizes his own thralls to hang out with me because he doesn't want to! Draculad's red eyes began to glisten. He quickly wiped them away with his sleeve. This whole trip, all I wanted was to have, like, actual friends for once. Stupid, right? I should know better. We both know the code. Boss monsters always look out for number one. Dracula drew his cape close and turned away. I didn't know what to say. What could I say? Kid, you need to apologize. What? Why? Kid. You just want Dracula to feel better so he'll, I don't know, ask you out to his lair or something. I regretted the words as soon as they left my mouth. Sarabella's brain jar bubbled anxiously. But I... you... that's not... I could see her gears and servos glitching, a sign of distress. I hadn't thrown a single punch, but I just hit Sarabella in a weak spot that was threatening to cause her to fall to pieces. Draculad whipped around, anger rising. Hey, not cool, dude. Sarabella didn't do anything. Then she should stay out of it. Stay out of what? You being a total jerk? Before Draculad or I could come to any actual blows, Gorgana slid in between us. Please, this fighting is not necessary. Kid, could I have a word? Gorgana gently took my arm and led me further down the tunnel. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't... Believe it or not, I do understand where you're coming from, child. When I was young, I too felt as if it were me against, well, the entire over and underworlds. My Medusa sisters, other boss monsters, we all tricked and schemed. Or maybe... That's just the excuse I told myself. The reason I hid away from it all. The Serpent Queen hung her head sadly, a few of her snaky strands nuzzling her face gently. I shook my head. You had it all figured out, Queen Gorgana. Oh? I did? Sure. Just stay in your room. Make up your own friends. That's what I did back in Final Castle up until now. At least that never blew up in my face. Gorgana chuckled, causing my scales to bristle. She held up a hand. <laughs> no, no, little prince. I wasn't laughing at you. I was just realizing. This is what I've been doing all these years, hasn't it? We stood there alone in the tunnel for a moment. Just the two of us. After a few moments, I gathered my courage and cleared my throat. Actually, your royal scaliness, I have a request. Can I please borrow your power crystal? Only for a little while? 
until my dad comes back home and we can figure out a way to keep Final Castle safe. Gorgana pursed her lips and slowly shook her head. I wish I could help you in this matter, Kid Croak. Truly, I do. But unfortunately, I cannot. Without the crystal, my subjects would cease to be. I cannot rob them of themselves, and neither, I imagine, would you. No, the power crystal must stay. I understand. I lowered my head in defeat, only for the queen to gently lift it with a finger, staring quizzically into my eyes. Yes, you do, don't you? Which is why I know you will find the power you seek elsewhere. In fact, I believe it is much closer than you think. With that, she turned and continued onward down the passage. I had no idea what she meant at the time, but I did know one thing for sure. I was leaving the labyrinth without a power crystal, without my last best chance at saving my home. A little while later, darkness began to give way to daylight as we found ourselves ascending towards fresh air and blue skies. A cavern up ahead looked out onto the overworld. Hoover paused near the threshold, waving us on. This is as far as I go, kiddos. Oh yeah, your animation spell. Aye. Good luck on your journey back through the overworld. Stay safe, little monsters. The Minotaur bowed while his queen nodded to each of us in turn. I wanted to say something, anything but my words had all dried up. It was as if something between Cerebella, Draculad, and I had broken. I had no idea how to fix it. A series of loud chimes emerged from my bag of holding. The crystal ball! 28 missed spells? The labyrinth must have blocked them this whole time. I shook the glass orb as several messages from Boblin began to appear. The goblin looked more and more unraveled in each. Is this thing on? Hello? This is Boblin calling. Is, is this a bad time? Hi. Boblin again. Are you in the process of coming back to me? Just curious. So, maybe nothing, but other goblins be seeing lots of humans outside. They seem not nice. Yes, they are very not nice. Can you hear Boblin over all of the shouting names? Adventure is yelling many mean things. The gate is up, but, but oh no, now they're throwing things. Hi, Boblin again. <laughs> Suddenly, the image cut out, leaving only static. I felt my muscles go slack as the crystal ball rolled out of my claws. As the orb shattered across the ground, I fell to my knees. In my heart, I knew at that very moment, the worst had come to pass. It was all over. Final castle had fallen. Continue. Boss Monster Adventures, starring Noah Bentley as Kid Croak, Tristan Alaric Chen as Dracula, Maddie O'Neill as Sarabella, Layla Burzens, Grace Rolick, and Jeff Shine. 
Written by Matthew Barnett. Directed by Adam J. Epstein. Executive produced by Sheila Stepanek and Adam J. Epstein. Produced by Chris O'Neill and Johnny O'Neill. Edited and mixed by Christopher Sousa. Additional voices by Ed Cunningham and Jason Kelly. Boss Monster Adventures is a Brotherwise Games and Glisten Plus production. We'll be right back.